All right, and we're live. I, I don't know if you can hear me. I can, I can still hear you. No, no, because the thing, the thing wasn't coming on. All right. So we're back. Take two. We are, we are what we saw last night. We did see Mario. And as I was saying a couple seconds ago, I, I really want to talk about Mario. Uh, but I don't know if you guys want to go first, because I might go on and on about it. Yeah, I don't have a ton to say about it, but... Pat, what about you? Uh, you can go, go, go. What, what? I'm, well, I'll say it was much better than I had expected. I genuinely expected to go into it and hate it. I almost debated on not seeing it, and I was just kind of going for research purposes. And I was well, kind why? of... Why would you not go and see it? Because I didn't think I would like it. Like, like what? What made you? I don't know. Like, what were the the so factors? I thought, was, I thought it would be like a Marvel movie, and I hate Marvel movies. Or just like There's a funny, funny action adventure movies just usually aren't for me. I thought it would be like. I don't know. I've never seen Captain America, but I thought it would be like Captain America. Those were actually probably some of the best. Uh, I was going to say, yeah, you picked the wrong um, Marvel. Th- those are like the least funny. Like Captain America Civil War is probably the best out of all the Marvel movies they had. At uh, least like in terms of watchability across the board. Yeah, story, watchability. If that's the case, maybe they shouldn't have made like 11 terrible movies prior to that. Because that really discourages me from watching Captain America. And I'm like, if that, they made 12 movies in a row that were shit, what's going to make me watch this? The first Captain America, it's okay. It's kind of boring. Winter Soldier was a lot of fun. That was the second one. But Civil War, that was like peak, peak, peak Marvel. Like right at the tippy top, that's when Captain America Civil War came out. Um, but I'm we're not, not here to talk about Civil War. I would say I'm not the biggest fan of. I think the the correlation between if you're gonna make a good Marvel correlation, I think it would have been like Guardians of the Galaxy, just because of the Chris Pratt and silliness. I think that would be a good one. And like I'm I'm kind of on board with Julia. Like I had no interest in seeing this movie other than something to do on a Tuesday. This is gonna shock and upset a lot of people, but. I didn't. I never played a Mario game before, so this really wasn't made for me. But you know, I gave it a chance, and I thought it was good. But you liked it, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, Pat. Yeah. I guess what I had asked Julia when when we talked about it Wednesday was, if it's on again, would you be okay with watching it? Not like as background, but like watching it. I'm not going to the theaters to see it again. Um, no, but I mean, like, if it's on. Um, I would in a work setting. Wow. Um, yeah, that's, that's kind of what I said. I would absolutely put this on if I was babysitting or if I was with kids. 100% I would pop this on. Easy. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. No, no. Because, like, it is, it's a fun watch. And I really liked it. And I might watch it again. Like, if they're making a sequel, I would totally watch it again. If I was with either one of you two, you would only watch it with me if I said, oh, well, by the way, you're babysitting me right now. Yeah. No, I don't know why you would phrase it like that. Um, Yeah, no, no. But, like, I get it. Like, if you were being, like, a little bitch and, like, oh, the only movie I want to watch is is Mario, yeah, I'll I'll watch it. Like, Yeah. If we're hanging out and you really, really want to watch that, I'm not going to argue with you. Me, me wanting to watch Mario makes me a little bitch. No, but if you were like, the only movie I'm going to watch is Mario, or I'm going to like go sit in the corner of my head against the wall as like we watch like the Blair Witch Project, then yeah, fine, we'll watch Mario. And it's not that big of a deal, and I'll enjoy it. What but kind like, of old nerd with sweatpants do you think I am that I'm going to choose Mario over the Blair Witch? I, you, you're the one that's... <laughs> Made it seem like that. I'm just saying I like the movie. You called me a bitch. No, no. <laughs> and no, I, I also like the movie, and it's doing really well. Um, in in the box office, I thought it was a fun movie. I I really do 
I really did like it. I'm not going to be like, because one, like I've realized I don't rewatch, at least not right away, a lot of the movies we see. And like, so like if it was on streaming right now, I wouldn't put it on. Like, I wouldn't be like, oh man, I got to put it on. I, I don't know. Right but it, it, yeah. We went to see the Batman on back to back weeks. We saw it like three times in a row. Yeah. And and I'm I'm not saying that to like play gotcha with Pat, but Oh no, I only saw it twice. I saw it oh, once man. with you and once with, with other friends. I didn't go. You guys went. Oh my oh, no, wait, you're right. No, I did. I saw it I saw it with you guys. Because you guys were like, let's go again. And I was like, fuck it, I'll go. But that was different. Like But I'm what I'm saying is that just goes to show how great that movie was. That there was something else in theaters that we could have watched, but we chose to see the Batman for a third time or a second there time. There might there might not have been. No, no. I think there was. And we just said, nah, let's just go watch the Batman again. And like Batman might have been at a slightly more convenient time. Cause I wanna say there was something out. I will say this was not as good as the Batman. Not yeah, like oh, absolutely not. I won't go watch it again at theaters unless, like, I'll go watch it again in theaters if, let's just say my my sister, let's just say if my sister or my nieces were like, hey, let's go to the movies, uh, we want to go see Super Mario. I'll go as far as with them. I would definitely go if my older sister went because I remember when we were when we were living at my mom's house and it was just me and her. We had the uh, Duck Hunt Mario, you know, the Duck Hunt Mario game. Yeah. For the regular Nintendo, for the uh, for the original Nintendo. And that game was a lot of fun. So, like, and, and that's, my sister didn't play video games, but we did play the Duck Hunt. And we did turn our guns sideways. And, uh, <laughs> and, and we also played Mario, which was a lot of fun. I'm going to start uh, raving about the movie. If you guys are okay with that, yeah, so I, I, at no point was this a great movie. It wasn't like, you know, it's it might go up for best animation just off of the name and how well done, how well. Oh, so yeah, it's it's gonna get it's gonna get um, at least best animation. Yeah, hands down, it's gonna get a nod for that. Should it win? I don't know. We have to see what what the other ones are, but. For anyone that's listening and is just remembers playing like some kind of so Super Mario 64 was one of the first open world games. Uh, I'm also not a nerd, so I don't know how true of a fact that is, but that game was not only so much fun, but you can spend hours and it created Mario Party. And then you had like the Nintendo 64 created. Mario into a more modern, more uh, just a more modern feel. You had like like in the original the original Mario's. You know it's boring. It's you, you go left, you go right. You know you push A, you push B. Like it, it was what it was. But they were a lot of fun. They were hard. Pat said they weren't. Those games were pretty hard. You know if 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 you weren't good at video games, those games were pretty hard. Donkey Kong does. Throw barrels at Mario. That's pretty cool. The games themselves, though, they if you've played them, then you'll just like the movie just because it reminds you of the nostalgia. That's it. So I guess I'm just raving about the nostalgia. We didn't have much. You know, that, that can go for a lot of people. But it seemed like everyone had Mario. Um, everyone had some sort of Mario experience. Mario Kart was huge. I mean, Mario Kart was one of those games that at some point, like there was tournaments for Mario Kart. There was like all kinds of stuff for it. You had Super Smash Brothers that came out that added all these other characters. Like just being able to see Diddy Kong, being able to see, I mean, even Toad. Like at first I was thinking like, why the hell is Toad such a big character? But the cameo with well, yeah. Well, I mean, I know Toad's, a, but I'm saying like, why is Toad such a big character over like Luigi? Uh, maybe I'm not going to rant as much because now that I think about it, I just had fun watching the movie. But outside of nostalgia, I mean, I don't. I do think Chris Pratt what wasn't right for the role. 
Um, this is this weird. I didn't get. I didn't like. I love the the Mario games, and I played a lot of them. I didn't feel nostalgic. I just uh, it wasn't like, oh my god, this world is coming up. I think it's because it was hard for me to differentiate like graphics. Like I'm so used to it just being like shitty graphics and and like yeah, they did a good job of bringing this world alive, and I had a lot of fun watching it. But I didn't feel like nostalgic. I wasn't like, oh Bowser, hell yeah. I was just like, oh, this is cool. This is, like, really nice. He's, like, very good to look at. All right, so I, I, I get that. I understand that. And I respect that. I'm sure people will probably say, how did you not feel nostalgia with that? Whatever. That's, right. that's, is- that's fair, because I, 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 I went in expecting to feel a little bit of nostalgia. Well, no, no, like... That that's fine. Like I mean, some people are gonna be like, "Oh, how do you not feel?" My my the question I was the question I was leading up to was, is it easy to say Jack Black as Bowser was the greatest pick for that role? Like like it, like is it safe to say that he he like there probably could not have been another better Bowser? Oh no, I think he was. Go go on, Julia. Oh, sorry, I. I was just going to say there was not enough Jack Black. I feel like they kind of fumbled him a little right? bit. Mm-hmm. And like that original song that he did was so short. I, I was expecting more. I was expecting more of his music. I feel like he wasn't well util- for being like, I'll say like he was maybe one of the only smart casting choices that really made sense. And they fumbled it. I think Charlie Day <laughs> as Luigi. They fumbled that. Maybe in the sequel, you know. No, I, I thought Charlie Day was a good Luigi. I just didn't think they utilized him well. Right, that, that's what I meant. All right. I think he's great. I mean, I was sold on Charlie Day. I'm like, okay, well, you know what? This movie's going to be okay. And then I remember reading Jack Black was signed on as Bowser. That was interesting to me because I'm like, okay, well, we're going to know Jack Black's voice. Off the jump, you just know his voice. But when he comes out, I didn't know that was Jack Black. It was just so much fun to see. They made Bowser such a romantic guy. I don't know. I thought that was... I I just... I thought the way they had made Bowser was just hilarious to me. And already in April, hands down, he should win Best Original Song. I don't know if you guys... I mean... Any of the original As, songs yet? I don't know. I haven't heard any other ones. I was gonna say I haven't heard any. Yeah, I don't know if there's any others worth noting. I mean, I agree. I think it was great. I just don't know what it's up against. Yeah, and and I'm really I would be I like I said like I want it to be nominated. I would love to have Jack Black on like the Oscar stage performing that. I think that'd be hilarious. Great, and that would just be like a, a fun thing making the Oscars more fun so that'd be cool hope that he happens yeah he's got I saw the video he's got a video of the whole song I am like pretty sure I feel like Jack Black probably wrote that song 20 years ago when he was playing <laughs> the Mario game and just saved it for just this opportunity he knew I hope so reboot the Mario series he saved that song they said, Jack, would you like to be Bowser? He says, yes, and I have the perfect song. I hope he wins. I don't know. I know it's doing super good in the box office, though. It is. It, it's the highest grossing, I think, video game movie. And that's crazy because the Resident Evil movies, as bad as they are, they were they skyrocketed. Those movies did so but then- well. I think, yeah, but this is, I mean, obviously it's not better than The Collective, but it's, I don't know, it's like doing really well as an individual, so we'll see. It might be animated movie, I don't know, it might be animated video game movie. No, but I'm saying, it's, I mean, if it is beating out, or if it's on pace to beat out Resident Evil, that's super impressive. Because even though Mario is longer, it's more established Resident Evil the it does well I mean they're rebooting the games like they're not making 
they're not taking the time to make better games. They're just taking the time to reboot the original games. Right. Like, that's how good they are. That They're just like, we're just going to make these better. And people are going to spend... Like, I bought... It I is, bought it is the highest grossing video game adaptation with $500 million as of four hours ago. All right, oh, man. Wow. Congratulations to Super Mario. It was I'm fun. Just, it was a lot of fun. I wish Chris Pratt... And I like Chris Pratt. I like his movies. I mean, I just... I don't know who you would cast. I was telling Pat you would probably cast like a real Italian. John Turturro, maybe. Well, yeah. Would have been great. But it is what it is. So I just think we need to stop this trend of like hiring like these big name actors to be voice actors just because they're a big name. Hire someone. They, <laughs> they've been doing that forever, though. Right. But like, it's time to stop. Mm-hmm. Like... Well, I, I, what, what do you think of the the cast of uh, Toy Story? That's that's rough. Okay, listen, you got me. I, no, no, I mean, I'm like it's, it's just like I think people genuinely think that there are because, like, I imagine when you're you're making a kids movie, you're looking at it like I need to get a good at voice actor, but I need to get a name that is going to like bring people in that are not just children and like they did that perfectly with with uh toy story and i think a lot of people try really hard to catch that lightning in the bottle and they fail a lot the thing is toy story is my first experience with tom hanks like toy story came out the year i was born i didn't even realize that was tom hanks until like 15 20 years later yeah. So, but like, like I didn't know Tom Hanks from Castaway, and then go see Toy Story. Like my experience was just, different. Castaway came out later. Listen, <laughs> that's weird. Um, I my first experience with Tom Hanks was me thinking that he really showed Elvis everything he knew, like Forrest Gump. Oh, I thought you were talking about the movie Elvis. No, 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 no. no, no. It was Forrest Gump. I know exactly what you were. I was like, that's the first Tom Hanks movie you've seen. No, no. It's just we were talking about Elvis a while back, and no, but like For Forrest Gump is the first time I seen Tom Hanks. But I, the first time I knew who Tom Hanks was, but I saw Toy Story first. But I didn't know or care about who the voice actors were. Yeah, we were, were kids. I know the dude, but I don't know who did Buzz. Tim Allen? Was it Tim Allen? Yeah. Tim Allen's who? Home Improvement dude? Yeah. That's probably why. He's corny. I know Jesse is uh, Annie Potts. Oh, no. Or is that Bo Peep? I think it's Bo Peep. That's Bo, Bo Peep. Peep. That's crazy. She lost her sheet. But I feel like now I'm like kind of reversing my stance. But no, I have certain actors make sense as voice actors because they have a character about them. For example, like Annie Potts has like a very distinctive voice. Like when she says, when she's answering the phone for Ghostbusters, she's got like a distinct. Yes. Jack Black has like a very distinct and does like characters very well and does different voices and like impressions. People like that make sense. Whereas if you just get someone like Anya Taylor-Joy, it's like, oh, she's great and all, but like, what business does she have doing voice acting? I, I imagine, like, if you have a chance to, like, I don't know, like, if you have a chance to cast her, you're like, why not? No, um, I, I agree. I'm just... I don't I, know. It was like, it, it's tough, because, like, who do you get? Like, uh, you, you got to sell to multiple markets, and the best way to do that is to have, like, notable people. Yeah, I'm just, like, coming from the standpoint, though, that, like, I'm not making any money. I just want a movie to be good when I go see it. So yeah. So I don't care. Like, if they're making choices just to make money, like, I'm just going to write a bad review. I think that's, like, that's that's movies, though. <laughs> they're still getting my money, though, so. That's true. I mean, I mean, so, 
it's it's funny because I I thought we kind of saw things the same a lot, and I and I and I like having these conversations with you guys because I I notice I, I am critical of movies a lot of times, but I just don't care about a lot of stuff, and the voice acting. This isn't like the first time I realized it, but with the voice acting, Chris Pratt. Like this is just a, a, a more recent example, but I didn't like it. He was a bad cat. Like he was bad. They knew it was bad from the moment they they casted him, and they they still went like you know it's one of the dumbest decisions by you know the the right. studio. Okay. You could argue that like Princess Peach doesn't need a fancy voice actor because her character isn't over the top. But when you're talking yeah. about literally Mario of the Mario Brothers, you need someone who's going to do voices. Yeah, yeah. like yeah, fair, like to be fair, Chris Pratt tried to do the voice and they told him to stop. <laughs> yeah, and, but yeah. also like you know what? Let him do it. Let's see where. And like he just got cast in the um, Harry Potter uh, show on, oh, that's yeah. going to be on HBO Max, and he's like going to do an English accent. So it's going to be terrible because I because my life isn't as great as people may think it is. I used to sit around and watch Graham Norton, right? Uh, I, I don't know what they call those people, talk show hosts. Is that a thing? I know yeah. that's a radio song, but is that a thing? Talk show host? Yeah. Okay. Is that that's when they sit down and they just talk to people, right? Yeah. Like a Jimmy Fallon. All right. So yeah, so he's like a uh it's like a British show. But anyways, Chris Pratt was on there once telling a story about how he learned um basically he learned the accent through watching British TV. Uh, and he was actually pretty good at it. So I'm interested. This has nothing to do with anything, but I'm interested to see how he would sound with that because that was just more goofy. This is going to have to be a little more serious. Like the British accent is going to have to sound like a British accent. Like you would get the... you. What's that kid's name, Pat? Um, you, you would get the kid who played Eggsy in The Kingsman. Like he really is a British man, you know? He also played yes, Elton John. Okay. Yeah, you would get him, like a Mark Strong or something. Like that that's who you would get. Someone who can pass off as the accent. But you need to have young, so I don't know how I don't know. Chris Pratt, if you're listening, uh I did like the movie, man, but I don't know, man. Sometimes you just gotta take risks and you know, give us what we want. No, yeah, I mean he he tried to do the voice and they were like, You sound like Tony Soprano. Can you please stop? Yeah, but just imagine well, like- how that would have been. Well, I was gonna say there was other like there was like other Italian actors in this movie. Like they had like Sebastian Maniscalco in some like minor role, and I'm like, he could have been. He could have been Mario. Yeah. Yeah. Like, but then again, like you gotta go with the name, and I think it did detract. Also, is like I don't know because I'm biased. I don't like Chris Pratt, but. Is he really someone that people are going to come out to see because his name's on it? Like, personally, I'm not interested in seeing, like, anything that he's in. Yeah, I think people are, especially in um, the fact that Guardians 3 is coming out soon. So, like, you you have this, like, back-to-back Pratt, and I think a lot of people are excited for it. Yeah. I I I, I didn't like the lack of Mamma Mia. What does that mean? It's just like Mamma Mia. Oh, I thought you meant, I'm thinking of like the song or the movie. No. I was like, why would they reference that movie? No. Like you mean what? Just the no, the phrase, like that was Mario's phrase was like, Mamma Mia. Oh, like, yeah. When you would lose, it'd be like, Mamma Mia. This is the lack of Mamma Mia was, the lack of like certain things was really. It's weird that they referenced the accents in the commercial. And it was like a little callback to it. And then they just went to normal. Like The thing is, if you're not going to be Italian, at least be from New York. Yeah. yeah. Like, give us New York then. There's no excuse. There's no excuse. I liked the movie overall. I thought the plot was great. I really enjoyed, like, kind of how simple it was. There wasn't, like, 
a bunch of stupid other things going on. It was pretty streamlined, easy to follow. I thought the storyline was good. I did love Seth Rogen as Donkey Kong. Just before we shift away from Mario, I think I think there was too much Donkey Kong, but I liked Seth Rogen as Donkey Kong. I thought that was Yeah, good. I feel that. I feel like he was kind of <laughs> But yeah, he was good. I always wondered if Seth Rogen and Joe Rogan were related. But one's Canadian, isn't he? Isn't Seth Rogen Canadian? Uh, I don't know. And I feel like if they were related, we would have heard by now. He probably paid him to be like, I don't want to. I don't want you. <laughs> Which one? They probably paid each other. Like, you don't. Here, here's 50 bucks. You don't say anything. And he's like, well, here's 100. You don't say anything. And then they go back and forth. Let's take a look at our letterbox and see what. So. We're in April, middle of April. I feel like we've watched at least roughly 10 movies this year, 2023. Pat, I don't know if, if you have those those stats. We've seen um, all the movies that we've seen in theaters. John Wick, Cocaine Bear, Knock at the Cabin, 65, Dungeons and Dragons, Megan... Infinity Pool, Consecration, Super Mario Brothers, Scream. I think that's it. It might be. There wasn't really many. So 2023. Uh, Skinamarink we saw in 2023. Did I say Scream? <laughs> I believe so. Yeah. Oh, and um, also we saw House Party. Oh, yeah, we did. I didn't see that. You okay. You didn't miss anything. Skinnerink was a 2023. Um, yeah, because we saw it in like, I guess it was January. And I said when after I watched it, I was like, this might be my movie of the year. Um, so far, it still is. All right. So then since you went as far, since you went as far as saying that, is it still your movie of the year as of now? Yeah, Absolutely. A lot of people are confused by that. Um, if you want to hear like popular movie takes, maybe listen to a different podcast. But like, <laughs> or like if you don't like elevated horror, just say that. Um, I could do a whole episode just on that movie to explain why it's good, but it's not for a lot of people. So I understand if you don't like it. Yeah, I would say like there's no. I really like it. I have it at three right now. Um, but like, if for anyone who doesn't like it, I totally understand and respect that. Like, no yeah, judgment. Like I, I I would go so far as to like, I feel like people misinterpret. Like, I hype it up a lot, but I don't recommend it to almost anyone. Like, don't watch it. You probably won't like it. I think I know a couple people who watched it based on my review. And then they were like, what's wrong with you? Fair. And I'm like, it, it's just not for you. Like, and I'll be the first but also, to like, use. And, and not even, the, I hate saying that it's not for you. Um, but like for Skin and Rink, you have to, you have to put in work to watch it. Like you can't be on your phone at all. You can't be distracted and you have to like, and it's going to be a slow-paced movie. Like, whereas, like, Super Mario Brothers, like, we could have been, like, cooking and, like, playing basketball and watching it. And, like, we still would have hit every plot point and enjoyed it just the same. I still feel like you're disrespecting me saying that. No, it's not a disrespect. There's two different, like, levels of, of movie, like... You needed to pay attention to every second of Skinnamarink to get that full, like, that full experience. Yeah, All right, we'll do I a agree. poll. Is Pat disrespecting me? So, on one hand, if you don't like Skinnamarink, you're probably in the majority, and I understand why you don't like it. On the other hand, Lucky. you may not, you may not like it if you're a fan of Marvel movies because you're used to bright colors and explosions. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't go that far. Like, give people of depth. They're like Shrek. They got layers. I feel like the main takeaway is just a lot of people say that it's boring, and I'm like, 
Okay. That's because y'all were never in the trenches, man. Y'all never had no nightmares. I think there's also a lot of subtle things. I, I genuinely feel like if you're not watching that movie in good lighting, there are things that you won't see because they're so subtle on the screen. So I think that has an effect on it. Like if you watch it at home in your living room with the light on. Adjust your... Well, no, no. Adjust your TV setting to from whatever like neutral to movie watching. Right. But I think most people are not going to think to do that beforehand. They don't sit down to watch a movie and say, let me switch to movie mode. There's scenes where you will genuinely miss the action because the contrast is so low. So if if anybody's wondering, uh, I know you guys probably think Pat is the type that will switch to movie mode, but he doesn't. No. If I were to, uh, if someone were to be like, I really want to watch Skin and Marink, I would. And I would take their phone and put it like in a lockbox and be like, guys, you need to really pay attention. Like, this is going to be the whole experience. Because, like, I really enjoyed the movie and I, I like indie horror a lot. And I would want someone to have the best chance at appreciating it. Yeah, as, uh, as much as I love Skin and I don't want to recommend it to people just to have them shoot it down. So I find myself, I recommend that people go on YouTube and watch Heck, which is like the short that it's loosely based on. And I think that is a lot more like palatable to most people. Well, it's shorter. It's 20 minutes. Yeah, it's shorter. (laughs) It's like 20, 30 minutes. But I would also say it's more, a little more action. It's scarier. I had a friend ask me like, did you genuinely think Skinamarink was scary? And I was like, well, I wasn't scared watching it, but the concept is like profoundly disturbing to me. But I think it's even more so in the short heck. So if you're, if you think Skinamarink is boring or you haven't seen it and you think it would be boring, heck is kind of like a more compact and like turn up the volume version. So I would recommend that. You still got to switch the movie mode. Yeah, even though I prefer Skinamarink, I I accept that I might be in a minority. Skinamarink is my 1A, 1B with John Wick. So, John Wick, so far to me, is the equivalent... It gave me the, the feeling equivalent to the Batman. Like after I saw the Batman, I just wanted to like walk around the movie theater and just just beat the shit out of people. Not because I was angry, but just because like that's what Batman did in that movie. And he was so cool at it. But like in a nice way. Like just beat up people, but like in a nice way, you know? Like the cosplay way, but like really beat them up. That's how I felt. And like John Wick, I just wanted to like sword fight with Pat. And then pull out a gun and then he and I try to shoot each other for about three hours, four hours. Like it gave me that same feeling. And obviously yeah, I didn't want to punch people when I left Batman, but it gave me that feeling where I'm leaving the movie theaters and I feel that emotion. I feel that like that. I feel what I am assuming Bruce Wayne was feeling in that movie or like I feel because then I was like super fucking depressed for a day because that's just what he was like he was whooping ass and then he was just like all fucking sad you know and at one point I even I even bought but not I even almost bought binoculars to look at you know women in the in the women at their house you know because he did it like it gave me that same feeling like man this is what Batman must have felt like and when we left the theater with John Wick I had the same feeling like oh my god this is what John Wick is like, I just wanted to fight Pat the whole ride home. But as bizarre as any of that sounds, Skinamarink, and I've said this, we've actually said this plenty of times on the podcast, but Skinamarink gave me that same feeling where I was watching it and I'm like, fuck this dude, because I know how that feels. Like, I I understood 100% what he, I understood 100% basically what he was trying to accomplish with Skinamarink. I knew that nightmare feeling he was trying to push off. I've had all those feelings. So with John Wick and Skinamarink, I seriously had the same just emotion coming out of both movies. 
I was scared shitless with skin of Marink, and I just wanted to punch Pat and get punched by Pat on a drive home with John Wick. So like, I can't really pick one or the other. They're both beautifully done. They're both beautifully um, cinematographized. <laughs> the the uh, film, I guess, is probably the right word. But they're, right. <laughs> the, the the they're both just like they're just beautiful movies. In, in their own sense. And then Cocaine Bear. <laughs> like Cocaine Bear is my number, well, would be technically three, but Cocaine Bear is the next one on the list. Cause that was a really fun watch. Yeah, it like, wasn't it wasn't a great movie. I'm not gonna say it was good, but it was fun. But I would watch Cocaine Bear. Actually, I did. I went with Pat to go see Cocaine because I saw Cocaine Bear with you, and then Pat couldn't see it. And I went like that next day with Pat. Or not the next day, but like the the, the Sunday. Sunday, I went with Pat, and I went to go see Cocaine Bear. So, like, that movie was probably, that's definitely top three movie. You could definitely put on Cocaine Bear, like, in the background at a party, and then every once in a while, you'd, like, you'd be talking to your friends Mm -hmm. and turn to look at the TV and laugh. Yeah. You could probably put Cocaine Bear on at a party, and people would probably sit down and watch it. Yeah. While the party's going And, on. like, anyone who hasn't seen it yet, they're like, oh, I heard about this. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen it yet, though. Mm-hmm. So, like... And it's it like would be... No, it's good background. Yeah, and oh, it's, great. like, nothing to follow, really. It's just a bear on cocaine. That's really all you need to know. <laughs> yeah, just have like, fun. The, the movie, it was just great. It was just a, a fun watch. And I'm... I, I kind of just, like, put them together. Mario, Scream, 65. Like, those are my next ones. I don't know though. I kind of, I kind of like sixty five a lot more than I, I give it credit for. Like, I think maybe sixty five might be the next one. The thing is, I feel like sixty five had so much potential, and it just fell flat based on what it could have been. I think maybe I just want to. I don't know. I, I, I maybe I just want to love it. Like it, it's so the way I have it is like John John Wick, Skin and Marink are like one one A one B. Cocaine Bear, and then I have Mario Scream sixty five D and D. I feel like Mario Scream sixty five D and D. I don't care which order you put those. I feel like those four movies are basically the same to me. That is an insane take. You are. Uh, it's going to be interesting how it grows. Well, no, how how's that insane? I feel like I I can definitely tell you like Scream god awful. That that's probably goes on my list ranked. I'm upset that I watched it. Oh uh, um, man, that is wild. Again, Scream could go under D&D. I like D&D. I thought D&D was fun, but you don't like yeah. fantasy adventure. Yeah, I didn't like D&D. Scream was probably like D&D just wasn't a movie for me. It's not the type of movie I would enjoy. Scream was just like horrendously bad. So we'll get into uh, some upsets in a, in a minute and, and um, flops, but like I've got basically the same top three as you guys. Um, I ranked knock at the cabin right after like my, so I also, I I, yeah. All right. I didn't include knock at the cabin. Cause I think I saw it last year. That might be a flex because I did. It is. Cause it wasn't out, but like, Julia got to see it with M. Night. Ooh. That's actually pretty cool, though. Like, yeah. What are your lowest movies? And then we'll go into the biggest, uh, like, flops. Like, just, just feeling a disappointment. I would say, like I said, I hated Scream. Didn't like D&D. 65, I just feel like had the perfect formula to be an amazing, awesome movie. You have Adam Driver. He's in space. There's dinosaurs. There was a a great backstory. Like, I think that storyline is so creative and so fun. You had all of these great factors, and then the movie itself just wasn't good. Like, what happened? How do you fumble that? I just, like, like, how do you cast Adam Driver and then, like, write and direct a movie so poorly that his performance isn't good. I don't know. I I enjoyed it enough. Okay, so there's I have twelve movies. Maybe I'm missing one, but I'm not. For the sake of, for the sake of grouping, John Wick, Skinner Marink, 
Coke, oh, Cocaine Bear, and Mario. Those are my top four. Those are my like, hell yeah, I'm watching these no matter what. You know what I'm saying? Then I got no specific order because I don't know how I would put these in order. But I have Scream, 65, D&D, Knock at the Cabin. Those are my like, okay, no, nah, I'll see them. All right. But then you got Megan, Infinity Pool, House Party, Consecration. Those are just like the fuck out of here. Like if someone says like, yo, man, let's go see uh, Consecration. I'm just going to be like, who the fuck are you, man? Like, do I know you? You know? Right. I feel like those were probably the worst movies so far. Megan, okay, go ahead, Pat. Go, say yours, and then I got some disappointments and some flops. I'll say, yeah, like, like I, I don't care about the rankings because, like, we'll get into that like way later in the year when we have more movies and things take shape. I have consecration at the bottom, but like, it's not the biggest. Like, I didn't have expectations for it. I I liked. I I was hoping that it would be really good. The budget was so low. So, like, I'm not, like, upset about it. Like, yeah, we that's went, we saw excuse. it. Yeah, that's definitely not an excuse, man. I like, present you skin of a ring. Yeah, no, but it's different. Like, different different directors yeah, take different yeah. things. Like, yeah, like, and I you can't, like, hold everything to a skin of a ring standard because it's such a yeah, different, I'm, obscure film. I'm just being silly, but I, I think I was a little more disappointed in Consecration because... I'm just a big fan of like possession and exorcism movies. That's like one of my favorite subgenres. And also I saw that like Jenna Malone was in it. She's a pretty good actress. Like I kind of had a little bit higher hopes for it. Yeah, so I had higher was- hopes, but like Infinity Pool sucked in like my opinion. Infinity Pool was fine, like it was okay, but I feel like it had zero rewatch value because it was kind of that level of uncomfortable where you're like, I don't want to rewatch this any ever again with anyone. Yeah, me too. Similar to like X. It's like, okay, I saw X. It was fine. But like, don't ask me to watch that again. I see a trend. But also Megan was disappointing, but it was also like we, I knew it was going to be disappointing. When they, I found out that it was PG thirteen. So, I think aren't they releasing like the rated R? Yeah, you have it. Yeah, I'm. I mean, I would watch that cut. I would like to see it, but I still don't know if I would love it. How much more can you add to that movie? Right, it's still so like blatantly like TikTok Gen Zified that like I don't know how much violence could save it. Yeah, but like that's a movie that. I, I see the importance of having a TikTok movie. Like, gotta start appealing to the younger crowd. Maybe. I'll tell you what, though. Those last four, outside of maybe House Party, are really disappointing to me. It was exactly what you knew it was going to be. No, I thought it'd be, like, a little bit funnier. Yeah, but honestly, like, all right, Kid Cudi saved it for me. Like I thought he was funny. Kid Cudi was the best part of the movie. Like Kid Cudi, yeah, Kid Kid, Kid Cudi, Cudi was Cudi member who killed himself <laughs> and then came back to life because they just love Kid Cudi. Like because the Illuminati so much that like they would just bring him back to life. Like as himself, or was yeah, he no, he comes back yes. as Kid Cudi. Yeah, like, he's just he Kid was Cudi. He wrote LeBron James um, a song uh, that only a poem, a poem. Yeah, it was a poem that only he could read. Mm-hmm. And they killed Kid Cudi. And then at the end scene, it's just Kid Cudi coming back to life. And it's like that's the only reason. Uh, that's the only reason I'm acknowledging that I saw that movie was because Kid also Cudi was- Kid Kid Cudi's entrance in it was great. He's at the house party. And they, like, go up to him and they're like, oh, Kid Cudi, you made it. You're here. And he's like, yeah. He's like, I hate parties. He's like, I hate social gatherings. And then he's like, in social gatherings, I corner the closest person to me and we just have long conversations. And he made it, like, so uncomfortable for the people. Like, he was just so funny throughout it. Yeah, that I, – I just thought it'd be a little oh, funny. Yeah, yeah. But Megan, super disappointed in Megan. Super disappointed in Infinity Pool. I thought Infinity Pool would be like 
I actually thought it was going to be kind of scary. I thought I was going to love it. I really tried hard to like avoid all spoilers for Infinity Pool. Like I had no idea what it was about going into it. And then in the Cinemark app, I accidentally looked at the synopsis for a second and all I saw was orgies in the brief description. And there wasn't even that many. There wasn't any really any, like there wasn't a lot of orgies. But even, yeah, I thought it would be more horror because like the, the poster had them with the masks on and it was really creepy. I thought that would be like, Eyes wide open. Eyes wide shut. Oh yeah, what did I say? <laughs> I haven't slept in a couple of days. Eyes wide shut. God damn, Tom Cruise. The only orgy I respect is um, what's his name, uh, Danny DeVito, in It's Always Sunny. He would. He, there's an episode where Dennis wants to try like new European like sex adventures and. They go to an orgy. I don't even know if that was the episode, but they go to an orgy and Danny De- Danny DeVito's like, yeah, yeah, it's exclusive. And they knock on the door and the guy, the guy's like, what's the password? And the password's just orgy. And he's like, all right. They're just like a bunch of old men in their like 70s. And I don't know. Sorry. I watched too much stuff that's irrelevant. Right, um, well, let's wrap up this segment real quick. Does anyone have any like scream streaming Ooh. movies uh, that they want to throw in this that they saw? Like I I've, I have a bunch on my list. This um, is yeah. I was yeah. gonna say this is new, but I they just put it on Netflix. The thing from two thousand eleven, the prequel. Mm-hmm. That was yeah. pretty solid. Yeah, that's all I'm gonna. It, it was pretty solid. I liked it. Thought it was good. Unhuman. I liked it more than I thought I would. It wasn't good, but I liked it more than I thought I would. I think that came out last year. I'm I'm counting Sorry for the Demon as 2023. Yes. That's a great movie. I'm counting that because like it wasn't available anywhere to for viewing before uh 2023. So I'm I'm counting that one. And um I watched Chupa. Oh, what'd you think? It was cute. It was cute. It was solid. I put it just on par with, um, this is sound crazy to a lot of people with Super Mario Brothers, like a very cute, childish movie. I would have put Mario above it, but Chupa was, it was a fun watch. Day Shift. I might have talked about it already before. Day Shift was a lot of fun. It's a vampire movie with Snoop and um, Jamie Foxx, but... That is a 2022 movie. Oh, I thought that was old. I thought that movie was like 10 years old. No, so that movie was, it was old when I tried to see it with with Tymere because I didn't get around to seeing it. But that movie was, I like that movie. I thought it was, I I like movies that aren't supposed to be good. Like that's not supposed to be good. But I thought it was, I don't know, I I really like that movie. It is a Netflix movie. So, you know, there's a big budget. There's going to be. You know, that give or take. I am going to say something, though. Uh, I'm a sucker for, like, older movies. And this isn't that old. I mean, it's probably, like, 20 years old. But they have Speed on either Amazon or Hulu. And I rewatched it. Speed and Point Break. If you guys haven't watched those together, I don't care in what order. Those are probably two of Keanu Reeves' most underrated phenomenal movies. Interesting. Speed and Point Break. Point Break's probably Point Break is probably one of Keanu Keanu Reeves' um, best movie. That's like super underrated. If no one has seen, like, if you guys haven't seen Point Break yet. Uh, whoever's listening, or Julia, or Pavy, haven't seen Point Break. I've seen it. I don't know if you'll like it because it is it ages well for me, and it ages well for a lot of people who's you know who's mm-hmm. into that kind of movie. But he he's had so many other movies that you kind of know him as that. But Point Break is probably one of his greatest, if not his greatest movie that goes completely under the radar nowadays. And then watch Speed, and you'll be like... So what you're saying is, 
Keanu Reeves bracket. I'm for it. He's got a lot of good. Maybe like a mini. Maybe do like sixteen or whatever. Constantine two is coming out. You know, like that's exciting. Hell yeah. That's oh no, you could do thirty two for 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 Keanu. I I love like some of his older. I love Prince of Pennsylvania. I mean, if you guys Bill are down, do the full. Hell yeah. I mean, that'll come after after Stephen King. I feel like we're turning into just like a bracket. A bracket podcast. Yeah. Yeah. So what we what we bracket last night. We already got a couple in the chamber. We yeah. just keep adding them. Do you guys want to just move on then to the Stephen King? Yeah. I feel like that's going to be super long. And I feel like I'm not going to be able to participate because, one, I don't know what a Stephen King is. And two, I only know like five of his works. Why are you like this? But no, we can. Because we're counting movies. We're counting miniseries. I only know movies. That's okay. And with that being said, I don't know if you guys have any final thoughts. Um, no, I feel like it was a good week. This has been... Pat, any final thoughts? Nope. Well, you're a man of not many words. So I got words. words. <laughs> For everyone that's still listening, um, I feel like you guys are truly, really good friends. If you are still listening after all this t- time and after all these episodes, uh, we're going to try to get a little more interactive on Facebook, on Instagram, maybe Twitter, but like, I don't know anybody really has a Twitter besides Pat and Julia. Uh, we'll start putting more polls up. I have one. I have a few polls in mind. So like, if you're hearing this at this point and you've seen this poll, please still vote. Uh, is Pat disrespecting me? Can you summon the Jersey Devil? Uh, what's a trigger object for the Jersey Devil? Uh, did Enrique get abducted? Yeah, let us know. Yeah, let us know. So once you're hearing this, nine times out of ten, I'll have the poll up. Please vote. If you voted against me, please vote for me. And if you voted for me, please vote again for me. And that's it. I mean, that's no more final thoughts. Uh, anything else? Reach out to us, the five dollar movie club at gmail.com and everything else is pretty much the same stuff. All right, we're out of here. See ya.